0: It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. Christopher Hahn.
1: You're going into the belly of the beast.
2: Uh, I always go into the belly of the beast, man. That's what I do for Why a living.
1: Why are you playing satanic music <laughs> on the Eastern Orthodox Easter
2: well, Sunday? I want to
1: say happy uh, Easter to all of our Orthodox friends.
2: <laughs> we have many of them here. <laughs> and, I, and I didn't pick this song, but I do love it.
1: <laughs> uh, running with the Devil. Yes, sir. Who's going to acknowledge picking this on Eastern Orthodox? hi uh... Easter, by the way. TMZ Rich said yes. That that might be a reflection on Vladimir Putin, who wants to establish the Russian Orthodox Church as the head of all the Eastern Orthodox religions. He wants to knock out the patriarch in Constantinople. Yeah,
2: because he's such a good Christian that when I think of good Christian, I think of Vladimir Putin. Okay. Christ always said.
1: Uh, spite thy enemies with poison. So uh, (laughs) the fact that you played running with the devil would apply to Vladimir Putin, who sees himself as the second coming of the Tsar. I
2: think they were trying to make a very poignant political statement with the music choices that they picked today. It was all about Putin and the Eastern Orthodox religion. No, I
1: think they just triggered off the wrong song. (laughs) By the way, as you know, it is a regular feature of this show. Yes. that Before we start... In the beginning of the 3 o'clock hour, you have already either found a free parking spot in the streets I, of Manhattan. I have. Again.
2: It was tough today.
1: I will tell you,
2: I circled for about 15 minutes before I found a spot, but I got here early. Um, I, there was a lot of traffic on the way in, but I was able to get my way around it. And then I got into the city, and I had to circle uh, several times before I found a spot. Ooh, ooh. It's getting a little more difficult. It's getting a little difficult now. I'm, but, uh, but I feel still, like I'm a month away from having to put it in a
1: garage. But still, the streak continues. It's like Joe DiMaggio's. <laughs> you know,
2: like I say, I want to quote Jerry Seinfeld. Parking is like sex. If you look hard enough, you'll find it for free. <laughs> you
1: know. <laughs> Speaking so, of Jerry yeah. Seinfeld, earlier today, and I've been going around the clock, all different things have occurred that have prevented me from getting any sleep. Yeah, well, you don't sleep. i had six hours in like the last... 36 hours of sleep. I had about eight hours last night. Oh, well, that's only one hours night. the night before. No, this is since Friday night. Yeah. Six hours. Nice. So I had to go out to Coney Island because it's the anniversary of the Guardian Angels. And since 1980, we've been patrolling out there. The community wow. was out there. They were celebrating our existence. It was really good. 42 years. Yes. 42 years. In Coney Island, 43 years right. totally. And so um, tr- we're trying to find a parking spot because I wasn't going to take uh, the subway. Right. I-, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be back here at this point because, you know, this is when they do all the track repairs yeah, and reroute. Yeah. So we find a parking lot because it's very difficult to find parking in Coney Island. And we roll into the parking lot, $20 for 12 hours. Not bad. And then a big sign next to it because there's a whole line of hipsters and millennials with their bicycles. $15 for a bicycle <laughs> for 12 hours. You can get four of those bicycles in a normal SUV parking spot. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good business
2: decision, I would think, by the man who owns that parking lot.
1: 60 bucks, and this coming <laughs> on the heels of the mayor just yesterday in Pee Wee Herman form on one of these city bikes with <laughs> yeah. his helmet, announcing that he was taking a billion dollars out of the budget to expand the bicycle lanes and bus lanes and again basically say to those driving cars SUVs vans and trucks oofa
2: yeah mr mayor please move the bike lane on second avenue to the west side of the road so that the bicyclists are not blocking people getting into the midtown freaking tunnel (laughs) the main artery in and out of the city knock yourself out. put it on the west side i don't understand why would they put it on the east side because they
1: they want to turn this into the amsterdam yeah but we still got to get people still have to get through the midtown tunnel right right Right. especially a person like yourself right You're not going to be taking the Long Island Railroad all the time. Not on Sunday. Of course. Right. You'll never get to New York City. (laughs) No. But now, wow. It's closed half the railroad. I have
2: to take a bus probably between Hicksville and and Jamaica.
1: So there are 12, count them, 12 hipster and millennials with their bicycles ready to park. Yeah. $15 a bicycle for 12 hours. Not bad. And all of them are coming up to me now and they're saying, wow, you know, we're watching Netflix. You know, we love to binge watch. This Russian doll. Yeah. We keep seeing the guardian angels keep reemerging. And when I saw it, I texted you. Yeah. So ex- And
2: one of the rare times you responded to my texts because you are like uh, the worst when it comes to that stuff.
1: Oh, absolutely. I'm yeah. a that.
2: You. You're like, oh, it's me on TV. I got to respond to well, ask more questions. It wasn't me. <laughs> Oh. So, can
1: you explain why it is <laughs> Wait a that minute. you the- mean
2: somebody was responding to your texts for you? I'm not actually texting you when I
1: text. No, no, it's me. Oh, okay. But the fact that I saw a <laughs> Guardian Angel, I figured, oh, you mean I'm in Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't you, it was an actor. Well, explain, it's because all these hipsters and millennials keep coming up to me as if I'm in Netflix, and I keep telling them, I'm not in Netflix. No, well, they're, they're the Guardian Angels are
2: portrayed in the second season of Russian Doll favorably, I might add. Uh, In the first season, it was kind of like Groundhog Day. The woman kept dying and waking up on her 36th birthday or something. Now, it's her 40th birthday, and she gets on a subway, and she's transformed from today, present day, New York City, back in time to New York City in the 1980s, 1982 to be exact. And she gets off the train as her pregnant mother with her. And the guardian angel helps her up the stairs in the first episode. And then in the second episode, she goes and asks the guardian angels for help with something. Now, I haven't watched the third episode. I don't know if the guardian angels are portrayed again. But in the second episode, she's at the guardian angel training center, and there's a bunch of people playing, doing karate. So
1: this is escalating. Our yeah, involvement yeah. is increasing. In in
2: I kept waiting for the guardian angels. I got to ask Curtis if he
1: could help, but they didn't, they didn't now, come to you. Let me ask you, since I really didn't know much about it, and these hipster and millennials yeah. went out suddenly interested in me. Ooh. Ooh, tell me more.
3: Oh, Curtis. Tell me more about The Guardian.
1: Now, these are people from Idaho where there are more potatoes than people, Iowa where there are more pigs than people. So they were totally into it. And I said, are you binge watching? Because a lot of people binge watch the episodes, all different programs on Netflix. And then it dawned on me, wait a second. They're not going to attribute the fact that the Guardian Angels are regular characters on Russian Doll to the plunge of Netflix to the point where it may become (laughs) insolvent. I
2: I think it's directly responsible for the decline in Netflix, (laughs) right? People are like, well, we can't share our password anymore. They're in in line with the Guardian Angels. Maybe the Guardian Angels will find (laughs) us and report us to the police or something. They'll narc on us.
1: Wasn't that so interesting? The Netflix executive said, no, it's for two reasons that uh, our stock is plunging. And that we may be out of business. We may become insolvent. A, we decided we're not doing business in Russia anymore. Like, oh, my God, you mean most of your... your, your,
2: your <laughs> well, no, they lost 200,000 subscribers.
1: I understand that. But if they had survived just on Russia... Well, I don't think it's just on Russia. Well, they, naturally, right. like, President Biden blames inflation on Putin. Netflix blames... Well, blame. we can
2: blame inflation on Putin because basically most of inflation is energy-related and energy is... Greatly affected by the Russian war. You keep thinking that, It's Butch. the truth. You it, keep look thinking Look at the that. numbers. The rest of inflation. You take anything that's still related to energy out of it, and it's 2% inflation, which is just the rate of inflation we normally have.
1: Well, let me flip the script. The yeah. other excuse they were using is people are sharing passwords. Well, that's it. Cheap people share passwords for Hulu, Amazon. Well, they cracked
2: down on password sharing, and I think that's what they're blaming it on because they had a crackdown on password sharing and now people are just giving up oh, their account. Wait,
1: wait, wait. This reminds me, and some of our colleagues uh, fell into the abyss on this. Remember when all of a sudden Twitter, right. this is when uh, Jack Dorsey, the uh, Oahu uh, uh, surfer from Hawaii, smoking yeah, yeah. dubs. Remember when people said, you know, you got a lot of trolls. You got a lot of bots. Right. it's not real people on it. And then they cleaned. Uh, yeah, the- but I don't think it's,
2: there's, you know, these are paid subscribers. So I don't think
1: bots are actually... You know, yeah, up a credit the, the fact is, when they actually started to clean the list, some people lost like tens of thousands well, of followers. You know, well, wait a minute. Why are you worried about Netflix? Shouldn't the Guardian Angels
2: be getting a licensing deal out of this? Isn't your wife an attorney? Can't we figure out a way <laughs> to get you maybe a bigger apartment as a result of this? No, mean, no, no, no. <laughs>
1: hey, I love the attention. I mean, I know
2: that your two ex-wives would get some of that <laughs> money anyway, but it could be a good chunk of change.
1: Well, well. let's just say— it's, Maybe we could set up a trust. You've already critiqued it, and you've said it's good attention. I it's mean, good attention,
2: yeah. They, okay. they, they portray them in a very positive way. So
1: let's—we're in a cycle now. It's almost like a retrospective to when I started. When I first started in 1979, right. Eddie Murphy in 1980 did a whole piece, the opening act of Saturday Night Live, as a guardian angel in full uniform. Right. And then all of a sudden— poof, we weren't on the stage there at 30 Rock for until so, Sunday. Until
2: I started doing a radio show with you regularly, right. by and the and then all of a sudden— I think sudden, you could attribute that to me, because right. I'm a huge Saturday Night Live fan, and they must know that I'm doing this show. So
1: all of a sudden, there was a whole <laughs> band of guardian angels on the stage. Yeah. Now we have this Netflix uh, situation with reoccurring guardian angel characters. Twice. I mean, I've only watched two episodes. The guardian angels have been
2: in two episodes.
1: Well, put that aside, because yeah. that's all good.
2: And not just showing up and walking—they have lines, <laughs> Actual lines Actual lines, developed character it looked like
1: Well, speaking of developed character Yeah You mentioned that the first season's uh, episodes of Russian Doll were based on the uh, idea of Groundhog Day Yeah, it's like, it's like
2: Groundhog Day as a genre There's a lot of movies and shows now where somebody relives the same day over and over and over again Russian Doll was a very good example of that
1: Well, when, first I, think, when I think Groundhog Day, you gotta think Bill Murray Oh yeah, the best and now all of a sudden they put Bill Murray on the shelf because he is being accused of having anger management issues. Uh,
2: Cinderella story. Apparently. Humble groundskeeper.
1: He has attacked all kinds of actors. Yeah. Who have been co-stars of his. I mean physically attacked him. I, I can't believe it. Just,
2: you know, I'm first of all a huge Bill Murray fan. Right? I mean obviously, you know, Groundhog Day is one of my favorite movies of all time. Caddyshack. Uh, Stripes. I, I mean, fantastic. His work on Saturday Night Live, The Lounge Singer, Star Wars. You know, I mean, I just think, you know, when I read this about him now, I haven't confirmed that there was anything sexual about this. I don't know if TMZ Rich has any other in- information or brought <laughs> uh, up.
3: I cannot. It was, I don't think it was anything sexual. It was mostly, mostly just him just being not a nice guy. You nice know. guy. He's knocking out people. Yeah. Throwing, he, 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 he threw an ashtray at uh, Bob What's-His-Face. <laughs> screaming match with Lucy Lou over the set of Charlie's Angels. He's just been a not nice guy um, behind the scenes on set. And I love Bill Murray. I loved him in Space Jam. No,
1: they actually had to close down a Disney movie that he was co-star in. Right. Send everybody home. And then when they brought him back... They had armed bodyguards everywhere because he kept attacking his co-star. What?
2: Yes. Bill, if you're listening, we know you're a New Yorker. You know, call in. We'll open the phones for Bill only. Uh, but it, it's just, that is just... Did
1: anybody ever tell you you look a little bit like Bill? Well,
2: <laughs> it's funny you ask that, Curtis. So when I was younger, a uh, teenager into my mid-20s, people used to say I looked like Tom Cruise. And then in my late 20s, Somebody says me, well, you know who you look like, and I expect them to say yeah, Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. And they say, Bill Murray. And I go, Ah. Oh. You know, it was even though Bill Murray is literally one of my favorite comedians of all time, it is kind of sad when you go from being compared to Tom Cruise to being
1: compared to Bill Murray. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> it's like what happened? Mr. TMZ, I think it was Richard Dreyfuss.
3: Dreyfus, yes, yeah, yeah. That's uh,
1: Dreyfus would not return. What movie was
3: this? Oh, what it about was a Bob? Disney? What right. about Bob? It was a Disney yeah.
1: movie. Dreyfus said, I'm not returning until you have armed guards. Wow. And every time that Bill Murray would see Richard Dreyfus, he'd attack him. Why? What is wrong with Bill Murray? <laughs> He's on the shelf. But anyway, up next. I don't think he'd
2: qualify to become a guardian angel, even though he lives in Brooklyn.
1: Look, if he <laughs> wants to do a cameo appearance as a guardian angel <laughs> to give us more cred, go for it. But up next. Yes. My beloved New York Yankee fans. u Ashanda. Right here. Maybe you don't they don't want to miss maybe
2: it. they were doing a Bill Murray impression.
1: Uh, worse.
2: Okay, well stick around.
0: It's the left versus the right. It's the left versus the right. In the right corner, it's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa. In the left corner, Christopher Hahn. Take me out to the
2: ball. Oh yeah. I don't think we're gonna hear that
0: anymore.
1: Bill Murray. ( waterproof) That's him. Substituting for Harry Carey, who always used to sing the seventh inning stretch. Yeah. Half in the bag. Half in the bag. At Wrigley Field, north uh, side Chicago. This was uh, in the World Series that the Cubs won. I think it was 2014. Yeah. Where Bill Murray sang this while half in the bag himself. And it may never happen again. Never, sad, never, never. Sad, sad, sad. Whereas you know my beef with the New York Yankees, where if you cut my veins and arteries, I bleed uh, Yankees. My, one of the things you and I fully agree with. I am Seventh a... inning stretch. It used to be the wishes of George Steinbrenner. Even when in death, he wanted Kate Smith's rendition of Kurt "God Bless Smith. America." Yeah. And then for a reason, I'm still waiting for. He removed it. Uh, and because uh, the Cotton Eye Joe is more important, yes, I, it is the curse of uh, removing Kate Smith be upon them. Did you see the actions of the Yankee fans in right center field S- yesterday?
2: It was sickening, sickening display of uh, of ridiculousness throwing beer cans onto the field after a impressive Yankee walk off win in the ninth inning.
1: And not only that, uh, it almost suggests. That you're going to have to have police officers stationed, yeah, on the outfield warning. You have to put a net up or something to there. protect ball players yeah. from getting beamed not with baseballs by opposing pitches as they stand at the plate. I think they're going to have to stop selling those cans of beer out there. Yeah, but you know, yeah, now that's not even the bleacher creatures. No, the that was the right field stands. Right, the bleacher creatures are dead center field. Yep. I sat out with uh, them one time when uh, I did a bet. Uh, with an Atlanta uh, station. We were carrying Yankee baseball at that time, and I did the post-post game show. And the the idea was... The post-post game show. So the show that
2: nobody's listening to, like everybody's home already. Look,
1: if there's a loss, why would you even want to listen to the post-game show if you're a fan? (laughs)
2: Here's Curtis Sleewa four hours after the game doing the post-post game show. But if it's a win, of (laughs) course,
1: you'll listen forever to the end of time. Absolutely. So the deal was, if the Atlanta Braves had won a 96 World Series... And they were on the cusp right. of winning. That came in Yankee Stadium, won, won the first two. two in a row, right? Row, yeah. It's like, oh my god! And didn't just beat the Yankees; slaughtered the Yankees. It was,
2: they were—they weren't even in it.
1: I would have to go wearing a Derek Jeter uh, throwback jersey, sit amongst the most rabid Atlanta Falcon—excuse me, not Falcon Braves—Braves Braves fans doing the chop chop. You know, that's the yep. time of Ted Turner, yep, James yep. Fonda, and uh, the former president Jimmy Carter all doing the yeah, chop chop yeah, yeah. together. Although they're not really belligerent, they're sort of laid back. No, but the guy who lost at Southern the, Nice,
2: they just say, "Bless your heart, Curtis." Bless the radio your heart.
1: station in Atlanta. He had to come to the Yankees opening game the next year. I sat with him with the bleacher creatures. Right. I noticed that the bleacher creatures start buying beer and putting it underneath their seat. Unbelievable. Because they stopped beer sales at the seventh inning, Mark.
2: I don't get it. I don't understand. Like you're going to spend all that extra money on beer? You can just go to the bar right after the game.
1: And do you know the price of the watered down It's Like fifteen bucks. It is absolutely yeah, insane, ridiculous. And yet, you saw them throwing, tossing items. One of the Cleveland—I can't even call them Indians. They're the Guardians. Angels. They should have just called oh, the, themselves the Guardian the Angels. The Guardian Angels. I they, have Guardian Angels. They in
2: actually are thinking about changing themselves to the Cleveland <laughs> Cleveland Curtis Sliwas. The Cleveland Sliwas. The Guardian Angels. Oh, you know. You should really be happy with say. that change. You know, I know you're real conservative and you don't like things to change, but that's a good one. The
1: other run. <laughs> we didn't play this. Gary Cohen.
2: By the way, now they'll probably never win again. <laughs> R- Gary
1: Cohen and right. Darling. Yeah. You know, the Ron broadcast Darling. team for the uh Mets. Yep. Who are having a great season so far, but they'll fall apart. I don't even, I don't watch minor league baseball. As he was coming up hypothetically, if the Cleveland Guardians play the angels from California. It's a great day for you. Uh what is that gonna mean for Curtis Slewa? It's a big day. It's a big day for Curtis. This is incredible.
2: You really need to license this stuff. We need to make some money on it. I'm on a roll. You know what? Maybe I should take over. How about this? I'll take over but I want 25%. How about this? And I'll get twenty-five percent, your wife will get your ex-wife will get fifty percent. <laughs> that leaves you with a cool twenty-five percent of whatever we bring in.
1: How about this, Chris <laughs> Han? Yeah, uh, the Guardian Angels volunteer their time to go out and patrol tough areas. Yes. How about we have them patrol the outfield areas of Yankee Stadium? They would do that voluntarily I, to the end the of I'll join the Guardian time. Angels, and then I'll go to Yankee <laughs> games for free. Is that cool? Oh, Can I just so get a good. jacket that
2: says Chris? <laughs> no. Now,
1: as a Yankee fan, if you happen to be out there throwing debris at the Cleveland Guardian uh, in the le- right field, have no fear. You don't even get arrested for murdering anybody or stabbing anybody them. or shooting they're anybody. They're going to find them and
2: they're going to prosecute them. We'll be right back.
0: It's the left versus the right debate. Heavyweight Slugfest.
1: Oh. Owner of a lonely heart? Hmm. You chose this? No.
2: I don't know. I I had a whole list of grunge songs and some 60s, maybe some early 70s rock in there.
1: It was really, you were off the beam. I was ready to blame you for running with the devil to lead the program off on Greek, Orthodox, uh, Eastern Orthodox, Eastern. This isn't a horrible song, but it's definitely not on my... It's a bubblegum playlist song. of songs. It's a top forty bubblegum song. Yeah, Come on, I don't know, man. This is so on you. You're Mr. Grunge.
2: I do like the grunge, and I, it's funny. I've been listening. I've been listening to grunge nonstop. My wife doesn't like grunge. She's not really into it, and she gets in my car. She goes, "What is that noise?" I go, "It's it's Hole." It's uh, Courtney Loves Screaming. <laughs> I my i I mean, I love it. I oh, love does that.
1: Does your wife of her Yoko Ono Screaming no, no, with John no, Lennon? No,
2: no, no. My wife likes m- hip-hop and regular music.
1: Hip-hop. 70s rock. Oh, God. You know? music.
2: Yeah, she likes that kind
1: of stuff. Oh, my God. Thinking of music. Nobody has ever asked Dr. Fauci what his musical tastes are. I figure... I think, a gr-
2: I think he's a grunge guy. No,
1: no. Rudy Valley. Brother Can You Spare a Dime. You know, I, Al Jolson. I, I
2: heard he called into Joe Piscopo's show on WABC <laughs> the other night. I'm just saying. I don't know. Actually. He had a fake name,
1: though. That's, actually, that's <laughs> Sunday nights. That would make sense. I could see him doing that's it. That's within his age right. range. But I didn't I didn't get this one. I'm trying to figure this out. A federal judge in Florida says mass mandates go. Gone. Yeah, gone. All of a sudden, the airlines allow their pilots and co-pilots to instantly announce that decision high in the sky, right. 10,000 feet up. You see all of a sudden, passengers dancing the horror, the Tarantella in the aisles. Some isles. of them,
2: not all of them. Some know, of them but, uh, freaked uh, out. It
1: was euphoric. Yeah. And I'm saying to myself, this was an indicator that the airlines wanted to get rid the of these The airlines have
2: been lobbying to get rid of it for the last six months.
1: So the stewards and stewardesses were not telling the people sit down. You know, they, they normally no. they, they recognize that this they people, were taking
2: their masks off themselves, releasing <laughs> right,
1: they, they release. So people were dancing. There was euphoria. There was a small minority of people who was, oh my god, now we're going to get COVID nineteen. All well, the hard work for naught. Right, right, right. But but, if you- but our government was quiet. Biden was quiet. Harris was quiet. The CDC was quiet. It was sort of like. Bunker Hill. Don't shoot until you see the the whites whites of their eyes. Of the eyes of the the British Redcoats. Hold your fire. Or it was like being in a bunker. Yeah, truly. Similar. It was quiet. And so people just assume, okay, even they have given up. They are understanding that we're getting out of this pandemic. But then all of a sudden, I saw a number of polls. And even I was stunned because I thought by now I, I America, was
2: stunned myself.
1: I, I thought America was like, we've had it right. oof, uh, done with the mask. And yet it seemed in the polls that I was seeing, a majority of people still wanted the mask.
2: Even 57 percent of Republicans in the Axios poll that that you and I were talking about earlier. Fifty seven percent of Republicans want mask mandates on airplanes. That was shocking to me. I, I'm a little surprised by it as well. I thought that it would be, you know, look, I, I, I have avoided being on a plane during COVID because I don't want to sit in a plane for four hours with a mask on. Um, You know, I thought not know that would be very comfortable. Um, So, yeah, something's got to give. I have a feeling this ruling will be overturned. I also have a feeling that the CDC is going to lift the mask mandate anyway. Because I think that what they're finding with this new variant of Omicron is that it might be more contagious, but it is not more deadly. And it's not leading people to be in the hospital. And the point of the mask mandates and other mandates is to keep people out of the hospitals and keeping hospitals open so they're not shut down by overwhelming.
1: Well, I thought the juxtaposition was better to have a mask on your face while 10,000 feet above uh, the surface than to be in Shanghai where they're in total lockdown, where they can't even leave their, their flats, yeah, their apartments. Yeah, I, I,
2: I mean, I don't understand it. Look, I would never have had a mask mandate on planes. I would have had a vaccine mandate on planes. I, I believe that you should, you know, you don't have a right to be on a plane. So make people who get on a plane have a vaccine mandate.
1: Wow, you really would have crushed their industry.
2: No, I wouldn't have. People who wanted to fly would have gotten vaccines, and we wouldn't have all these outbursts on the planes. But you notice
1: that Dr. Fauci, who uh, prides himself—by the way, people who
2: go like to Africa or they go to Europe, they go to other countries. If they need to get a shot to get into those countries, they gladly go and get the shots. Well, you have to, of course. So well, you, you can't you, get into the. If country. you have to have a shot to get on an airplane, well, especially you'll have to go for malaria,
1: them. yeah, you know, you go. We we fail to realize in some of these third world countries. Right. Uh, malaria has percolated back to the surface. We thought, oh, wow, we're going to rid malaria in our lifetime. Remember the Bill Gates Foundation? Because of the
2: MAGA movement in the in these third world countries. <laughs> They've got their own version oh, you mean of the MAGA. The two MAGA.
1: Nigerians in Chicago with 40 it's degrees below zero. It's the same, it's zero, the same
2: guy who's asking you for money for his cousin, who the Who was prince. wearing
1: the MAGA hats right. when they put a yeah. noose around Jesse Smollett. No, it's uh, just, there's a MAGA
2: movement. It's, they're not,
1: they're not, it's not Donald
2: Trump. It's their own version of Donald Trump, some other
1: idiot. But anyway, so... The, the point is Fauci, who always said, I'm not political, I'm just a doctor. He, too, waited for the polling data before he took on this federal judge. And boy, he just dropped napalm on this. federal. Who are you? You're not a medical authority. You're not a doctor. Federal judges are making a wide variety of decisions, a panoply of decisions every day. Well, she did
2: create a chaotic environment, right? She probably should have remanded it to a special master to figure out how they would end and phase out the mask mandate so it wouldn't be instant chaos like it was.
1: No, no, it was instant chaos because the powers that be who run industries wanted that mask mandate. It out. wasn't
2: just that, but like if you were in an airport in a given city, you all of a sudden had a, you know, a, a bunch of rules that were very inconsistent.
1: Well, now, let's uh, go back to your original contention that you would have demanded that everybody have a vaccine. I, who still, believe, a flight. I still believe to this day. Uh, would if, that include for those who have a religious exemption? Yes.
2: I don't believe in religious exemptions or vaccinations. Right. You don't have to fly. You, you, know, you want to be, you know, some religions on Saturdays, you're not allowed to take a car. So walk to
1: wherever you got to go.
2: I'm not banning you from
1: traveling. I'm banning we're, you from we're, getting we're, on a we're, plane we're, in the United States of America. Your beloved mother has passed away. My mother didn't pass in away. Boise, Idaho. Uh, right. You happen to be here in New York. Right. You you want her? You want to be able to go and and pay respects to your mother before it's ashes to ashes. It's an ashes, eighteen ashes. hour eighteen
2: hour drive to Boise, Idaho, <laughs> oh or you could take a plane. You, you get so a jab. Cool. It takes you two seconds, and you're good.
1: But as you know, not just in New York, where we this is our mothership connection. Right. But in other municipalities around the country, other county governments. They do allow for a religious exemption. You yeah. have to submit paperwork, and then they make a ruling as to whether it is uh, it is apt or right, right. they're not going to give you a religious exemption. And apparently you got to explain this to me. Yes. A number of people, not just here but around the country, when filing their religious exemption uh, papers— didn't claim that they were evangelicals or charismatics or, or uh, they didn't believe uh, like uh, Seventh-day Adventists or uh, Christian science followers. You know who? No chemicals. No, no chemicals.
2: Scientologists?
1: No, no Scientologists. Uh, right. Other fake religions? Okay, Uh dutyism, dutyism. What the hell is that? The, the dude abides.
2: What is that? It's from the Big Lebowski. I never saw that movie. You are missing one of the great classics of our time. I mean, The Big Lebowski is one of the— is literally one of, my, one of those movies that, back when I used to flip through channels, if I came across it, I would not stop watching it. It's got a great cast. John Goodman is in it. Tara Freed has a bit part of it. Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's fantastic. The lead part is who? Oh, God, why am I forgetting the lead's name? <laughs> <laughs> it's a major star. Not Kirk Douglas. You sure uh, you haven't been who's sampling? Who's the guy? Come on, Rich. Hook sh- a brother up.
1: Come you're- on, TMZ, Rich. You sure you haven't been picking up that illegal marijuana in Jeff New Jersey? Jeff Bridges. There we go. All no, right. No. So the, what's the basis of that movie? Because I haven't so seen it. So he's like this, this slacker,
2: right, who kind of just lives his life. And somebody steals his carpet. <laughs> and it's a whole... Journey and, and, and with with these nihilists and this billionaire wants to hire him to do an investigation. It's fantastic,
1: but how does, I don't even know how to explain it. How does this it. qualify or quantify Same as, as a Shepherds religion? In it. What?
2: Uh, it's not a religion. It's just like it, it, you look. How does it qualify? How does anything qualify as a religion? Yeah, right? but it's, it's like somebody's religion. story that somebody made up about a, a belief system and an ethos. Right, if Right, but will. these are people who don't believe in getting vaccinated. They do. They don't believe in getting vaccinated. They're looking for an excuse, but they're not. They don't want to say but they're remember, Christians. They're not going. They don't want to
1: say they're Catholic. They're going to lose their jobs. They're not going to be able to qualify for unemployment. Right. They may not be able to get future employment yeah. because they refuse to take the vaccine. So why, out of all the religious exemptions they could use, <laughs> none of them were birthed into? Do du- what is I this? Dudeism?
2: Dudeism? Dudeism? Because he's the dude. All
1: right, but what uh, is, the, the the is, theology, the, is the premise of the theology? The religion
2: is the dude. And he makes white Russians. <laughs> it's just the whole freaking... No, wait a
1: second. Does he wear a sheet? Like,
2: I have every freaking name in the movie. I could tell you everything about the movie. I couldn't remember Jeff Bridges' <laughs> name. I'm getting old, I man. think.
1: No, no. This is, let me extrapolate here. As we have heard in the past. Yes. Father of the year, Chris Hahn, has oftentimes slept with his daughter, a potential soccer star, uh, into the Vineland area of New Jersey. That's true. A place you don't want to go. It's like the armpit of New it's Jersey. not bad. And sometimes two, three games, and you come in here, and it's like you're like me. No sleep no on sleep. those occasions. No yeah. Did you go this weekend and no, purchase we, some legal marijuana? No,
2: we were actually supposed to play here on Pier 40 in Manhattan, but it got canceled. Oh, canceled. So, yeah.
1: do you do realize, now that recreational use of marijuana is legal in New Jersey, all you have to do is have a valid ID. Not a Jersey I, ID, a valid I ID mean, from somewhere.
2: I'm a big believer. First of all, I don't in in any drugs or alcohol at all. But I believe that marijuana should be treated the same as alcohol. They are essentially the same. In fact, I would think marijuana is less harmful than alcohol. As I've said to you before, Curtis, I have lots of friends who drink, and I have lots of friends who do weed. The friends who drink sometimes want to punch me in the face. The friends who do weed sometimes give me an awkward hug or steal
1: my (laughs) Cheetos. But Uh, beyond
2: that, they are fine.
1: Now, could (laughs) I whittle down that list? To those who view the Fox News Channel, whether they are whether they smoke doobies and do pop-up pass or they drink Budweiser beer, the major consensus of people who watch you and your many appearances yeah, on the Fox yeah. News Channel is they love to punch your Bill Murray nose right down <laughs> your, your schnoz right down your throat.
2: Thank God I'm hanging out with the guardian angels right now. Even if they're
1: smoking... <laughs>
2: Legal recreational use of marijuana. I think if they were smoking weed, they'd come up to me and go, Chris, Bobby, what's going on? Why
1: can't (laughs) we just all get along? Now, speaking of that... You who have worked in the criminal justice system. I have. You who have Esquire attached to your I name. I do. Proud graduate of the Mario Cuomo Law School at St. John's University. Is that what
2: they rename it? The Mario Cuomo? They might also? as well yeah, because yeah,
1: pretty soon we're stripping that from the Tappan Bridge. It ain't going to be the Mario Cuomo Bridge anymore. Oh, who's going to do that? Now that Andrew Evilice Cuomo is I, gone, you, gone. You think
2: Andrew Giuliani is going to get elected? Maybe in the fake Andrew Giuliani uh, administration down there in Florida where he actually lives, maybe they will get a chance to do that.
1: We'll talk about the <laughs> fake vaccine cards momentarily, yes. but I want to finish on this thought. Yes, please. The attorney general in uh, New Jersey mm-hmm. on four twenty, the national holiday of dopers.
2: It is the weed time for some weird reason.
1: He I don't even know why. He announced because the next day it formally became legal to sell state-licensed marijuana in thirteen places in New Jersey. He announced that if you happen to be a police officer sheriff's, sheriff's deputy, correctional officer in the state of New Jersey. You will be able to use all the marijuana products, whether they're edibles, whether it's brownies, cookies, whether it's gummies, whether you vape, whether you smoke a joint. Gummies. Uh, Gummies. I
2: think gummies. I don't know what that is. (laughs) He did not Uh, get permission for use Uh, of gummies.
1: How did you know that if you don't use the product? I know a lot of things. Oh, okay. I know a lot of.
2: (laughs) Yeah, gummies is the show, the movie. With the kids. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Speak- you're, you're offending TMC Rich on Speaking the Speaking of the kids, right. my
1: youngest son, notice how I digress because yeah. I'm so angry. The Goomies. <laughs> I, I was with my youngest son in uh, Forest Hills yesterday uh, who loves soccer. Right. And he really broke my heart as we were walking around and going, kickball, kickball, kickball. Here, daddy, kickball. He said he was going today to City Field. To see the NYFC? Yes. <laughs> I didn't. I would rather you go to a New York Mets game. As much as I hate, I loathe, I despise the Mets. Baseball, not Wait a minute. soccer.
2: NYFC is playing at Citi Field? They're not playing at Yankee Stadium anymore?
1: One of these teams right. in soccer is playing at Citi Field. And he was all excited. Ooh, ooh, you want to come, Dad? No. No, you had to do the radio show A thousand times no. <laughs> so. But anyway, let me get back on track. Dad, so please. The Attorney General on four twenty. 20 yeah. the National Smokers Day of Marijuana, yeah. announced... That all law enforcement, all correctional officers who work in the state of New Jersey can use products when they're off duty.
2: Yeah, why not? It's legal. No more
1: follicle tests, no more whiz tests. It's
2: legal in New Jersey. It's police officers. So what? They drink? So, a half yeah, hour. so all these cops who go out and drink and get into bar fights, you're not going to see that with them smoking weed. So wait a second. They're going to go out and they're going to be singing, you know, uh, Chris Christopherson songs or something.
1: You know how attached they are to their partners. Yeah. So a half hour before they begin their shift, they do puff, puff, pass.
2: No, you can't do it while you're on duty. You can't be no, high on duty. a half
1: hour before. No, no,
2: after, after.
1: Yeah, but there's no tax. If
2: they're allowed to drink beer before they go on duty, they are allowed to smoke pot before they go on duty. Well, That's guess opinion. what? I don't think they should be able to do it either before,
1: but after work, it's up to them. Even liberal and progressive uh, mayors who would normally uh, be in total solidarity with you on issues. Yeah, they're wrong. Like Steve Fallon. Yeah, they're wrong. Of GRCC. No, cops cannot. We will drum you out Uh, of the police department. Attention,
2: Democrats. Be pro-weed, okay? Stop with the BS that you're anti-weed. The only reason why weed is treated differently than alcoholism is because of... Some weird ethos that this was something done by people of color and it's a racist, racist thing to be against weed. Period. It's fine. It's the same. It's, it's not even as bad as alcohol.
1: Period. But this being from a non user. I don't do anything.
2: I don't drink or I, I don't do anything. If you pot. ask
1: Chris Hahn, he uses the Bill Clinton, I didn't inhale. No, I,
2: I think I did inhale, but I choked. <laughs> <laughs> I did it twice. I didn't get high. I don't know why. It just what
1: are all these people? Give me a headache. You know, okay, you smoked. I did it. Not I tried it twice. It's not I like you were mainlining heroin or fentanyl. It. I did it twice. Although the federal government has as a level one DEA drug, most dangerous Ridiculous. to Americans. Ridiculous. They have heroin and marijuana yes, side by they're side. They're not the
2: same. Okay, my brother died because he was a heroin user. And I have tons of friends, especially my comedian friends, who are... Regular users of marijuana, and they are perfectly upstanding citizens of this country. It is ridiculous that it's treated differently than alcohol, in my opinion, and I think it's only treated that way because of some 1940s movie, Reefer Magnus, that was racist in nature of itself, and it needs to be ended. We need to stop. Uh, Mayor Philip, if you're listening to me, stop.
1: Like he's going to listen to you. Uh, if He might be listening right now. Anyway, we have the results in of a man who loves cougars. I'd love cougars when he was in you're, one of those I, private I don't think you'd love
2: cougars. You you I've met your wife. She's no cougar. She's exactly. a millennial. Exactly. <laughs> right. uh, you're I, the you're the male version of the good the old guy. I don't know. The, but that. Macron
1: Macron in <laughs> fans, whose wife Viva La France could be his grandmother, apparently has triumphed over Le Pen.
2: Yeah, I actually think the difference in age between Macron and his wife is the same as you and your wife
1: except reverse osmosis. Reversely, yeah it's the same gap <laughs> although how many times we're walking in the streets people will come up to my my beautiful wife Nancy and they'll say what is it like to be the daughter yeah, of Kurdish the, the difference Louis.
2: between that and Macron's wife is she's kind of held up better than you so people <laughs> don't say that as much
1: <laughs> Stick around <laughs>
0: It's the left versus the right. It's the left versus the right. In the right corner, it's heavyweight king, Curtis Lewa. In the left corner, Christopher Hahn, heavyweight slugfest.
2: All right, this is better. Little 90s right here. Chris on Curtis Lewa with you. We got the about face... Of the week, which, for the first time, I think, in the history of the show, we have a split decision on what we think it should be. Yes. And, uh, and it goes
1: along party lines. It
2: goes along party
1: lines. But, Somewhat. But before we uh, get to that, as you know, the Republican uh, National Committee has withdrawn from the national debates yeah. when the presidency is determined. Wah. And we were discussing what the alternative would be because right, right. I, I just, uh, to be honest with you, just don't like the way the and, debates. should I are agree being with went. you. I don't like the way they're done either. But I don't think just saying,
2: I'm not going to come. And and that's not why they were saying they weren't going to come. They don't want to no, come I because they you know Trump is a horrible debater.
1: A lot of times, you basically, in order to get two right. people together, you got to come up with a new format. Right. I agree. And I'm saying, as much as I don't like the French, vive la france.
2: You don't like an eclair? Who doesn't like an eclair? <laughs> what? Have you, you been, like an have you been to France? No, I was supposed to go in
1: April of 2020. Oh, Paris, you will fall in love I with. can't wait. We're supposed Every to go. Every square inch. I but might the, be going in July. But the people, oh, my God. They'll be like, Eh, Curtis why you wear a beret? Enchegardien. Enchegardien. <laughs> Magnifique. <laughs> and then they do nothing. But anyway, uh, I digress. So there was a sprint to this national presidential election love in France. It, love it. What was it? Thirty days, right? Yeah, it's
2: a quick quick turnaround.
1: As opposed to our two year odyssey.
2: Yeah, the only reason why it's only two years is because people who are actually running for Senate right now who have to get elected in November don't want to announce they're running for president before their elections.
1: <laughs> and then Le Pen, uh, who took over for her father. Used to be the National Front. Her racist, fascist father. Yeah, but she's changed uh, her posture. She hides her racism better Uh, than he did. And she was the Putin candidate. I'm sure the bots were out in full force. They were all out. Working. And she openly said, We should be friends with Putin. We shouldn't be getting involved right. in all these sanctions and right. such. So the electorate there had really a clear choice. They knew who they were voting for. Macron, who is not a man of the people. I right. mean, he is as far from the average Frenchman, Frenchwoman as anybody right. could get. And then you had Le Pen, who inherited the whole platform of her father's party. which her is racist, fascist Keep father. the immigrants out. Yeah. Send them back to North Africa. Uh, keep France for the French.
2: So, kind of, her father kind of looked like Larry Bud Melman. Yes, Remember he him? did from the uh, from the David Letterman show. Very good. Show? He, he looks just like him. I'm like, is that Larry Bud Melman? No, that's her father.
1: But put aside whatever prejudices you might have had about both candidates. Right. I like the format they had for the debate. I, I
2: agree. It was kind of Lincoln Douglas esque. It was they were sitting there having a conversation with each other, back and forth. And I think it was actually. They were sparking up yeah, in time. So it were.
1: wasn't like it was, uh, you know, docile that all of a she, sudden I, put you to sleep. And the
2: moment of the debate was when Macron said to Le Pen, when you're talking to Putin, you're talking to your banker. Because mm. she hadn't paid back a loan. And she didn't deny it. She's like, yeah, like other French, I needed a loan, and no bank in France would loan to me. Right. So
1: it, so I'm in the debt of Vladimir Putin. Right, so, so you're it, right. So it don't worked. vote for me. The one liner like worked. Right. Because it was really no great love for Macron. So all the liberals, all the progressives, all the left wingers hated Macron because he's a banker he, he himself. Is,
2: but he is the first French president in 25 years to be reelected,
1: and the first French president who I don't know if he has a gomada on the side like all of them had before, but whose <laughs> grandmother he married. Stop! Stop! stop My stop. God, she's his grandmother. No,
2: she is a beautiful older woman. Cougar twice over. She's the same. the difference in age is the same as you and your wife. Why is it wrong?
1: You mean in reverse. In
2: reverse. Yeah. Yeah. You are the old person in this scenario. It's the same difference. I'm the
1: outcaste. In Kaka. fact,
2: I think the gap might be bigger. And you're you're complaining?
1: I really don't know. I actually think it is. How frankly. old my wife Nancy I, your is? Your wife
2: can't be more than 32. And you're like what? 70? Oh, up next. <laughs> two two r-
0: separate flip-flops. Oh yeah. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. Christopher Hahn.
1: Pearl Jam, baby. Come finally. On. Good stuff. Finally, it's a reflection of your musical lack of taste.
2: Yeah, they, I think they were
1: using like Bo nerdlies. Tapes. I don't think so. I think it's uh, yeah. their own lack of creativity. Get uh, me
3: boast nerdly.
1: <laughs> Jesus. But anyway, we won't call them my musical playlist because it is very eclectic. Yeah. Electronic dance music, which you would never Sugar think. Hill Gang. Uh, Sugar Hill Gang, yes, is on my list. Uh, the best, though, The Message by Grandmaster Flash oh, yeah. and the Furious Five. Uh, except, unfortunately, Kid Creole, who used to be one of the cast members, uh, is now going to face manslaughter. He was found guilty for killing a Did homeless person. Did he go bird. to your high school? No, no. No, he was up in the Bronx. Got it. And they all would come into the McDonald's that I managed uh, in 1979 at night because they'd be doing jams at Roosevelt High School where they'd be stealing the electricity off of the electricity poles and come in all cheap it up. And then they want, like, five Macs with extra Mac sauce. mm mm-hmm. And I'd say, no, 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 you can't have extra, extra Mac. Sauce.
2: Why couldn't you give him extra Mac sauce? No, man, you can't. Why not break give the code. extra pickles?
1: No, 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 no. No, no, no. no, no, was no. It was like
2: your Big Mac was a work of art. And no, you didn't no, want to yeah, no, no. change. The <laughs>
1: rules and regulations from Oak Illinois. Uh, the uh, spirit of Ray Kroc will be upon right, you. Right. No extra Mac sauce. Take a bullet, take a knife. And I would literally. I've
2: never, see, on Long Island, if you ask for extra Mac
1: sauce, they give you extra Mac sauce. That's because they violated the code of Ray Kroc. Mm. See, no, 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 no. I had I, I,
2: I get extra pickles on everything I order. What? I like it like extra pickles, maybe That's extra Burger onions. That's Burger King. No, i do it at McDonald's. Oh, my God. They've broken the code. It's on their app. You could order extra whatever you I understand,
1: you want. but Ray Kroc is dead. He would have never permitted that. You know, he stole McDonald's from the two McDonald's yeah, brothers in course. California. Of course. We all saw
2: the movie The Funder on mm-hmm. Netflix. No, listen. Back th- when Netflix was profitable. No,
1: I'm sorry. I was there when Harvey <laughs> Weinstein, the producer, invited me because I'm told me. alumni of McDonald's. I look at the book. They did a book in advance of the movie. Right, right. They, they, they talk about Jeff Bezos. Right. was like making Big Macs, you know, at a, a McDonald's. And I'm leafing through all the alumni at McDonald's. No, Curtis Lee, And so Harvey said, because you're a vigilante. Yeah. You know, McDonald's all corporate <laughs> button down. And yet they invited me to the premiere. And by the way, as much as I was into the movie, a bomb. Yeah. Didn't do well, well It was all. a good movie, though. I enjoyed it. But anyway. But I watched it at home. Let's flip from uh, Let's Ray flip Croc, the script. From uh, Ray Kroc and McDonald's. Yes. To uh, the about face.
2: Yeah. We, we have a. A tie. We have a split decision. Yeah. A tie. A, a tie of what we thought was the about face of the week. Now.
1: And, and it's all along party lines.
2: Yeah, it's about party lines. You know, I, partially I don't want to talk
1: about the one you pick because I know them very well. <laughs> but you know all these Democrats that I bash and, real and, well. And, you know,
2: you actually came up with this one on Monday, and this one broke later in the week. So okay. I think if, you know, these would have been... Perfectly good on either week, yeah. But, they're but the both...
1: the big one was really yours. Yeah, mine was bigger than. yours. I mean, that was the grand cohort.
2: Remember, we're on in more than just New York City. Now. Of course, we're a nationally syndicated of course, radio show, of course. so we have to think about the rest of the world that doesn't understand New York State. This politics.
1: affected Trump Plan. Yes, it did. And in fact, it was such an egregious thing that it could cost Kevin McCarthy. Right? It could. So let's play the about face of the week.
0: It's the left versus the right. Right, left, right, left, right, left, about face. Sponsored by the KG Law team. Visit KGLaw.com.
2: Now, Curtis, is there any official in this country more pathetic than Kevin McCarthy? Can you think of anybody more pathetic, more groveling, more whiny, more afraid to lead than this man?
1: Uh, I reserve judgment on that okay. because I want to see your documentary evidence I, I am going to, to document, support your position.
2: I'm going to document my evidence here. January
1: 6th, which we've talked about enough, I think, on the show. People well, know. in fact, it's the only thing that MSNBC plays 24 Yeah, well, The guy I mean, with the— and, uh, and
2: it's something you will never know about unless I am talking about <laughs> it on Fox News. It's really like I'm the only one on Fox News that still talks about it. But everybody else is like, what? January 6th, uh, that's when I bring my car in to get an oil change <laughs> right in the beginning of the year. Uh, no, I've never heard of January 6th. What happened on January 6th? Anything? Uh, was it just another tourist day at the Capitol? No. Well, January 6th was a very difficult day for this country. Mm. And Kevin McCarthy was right in the middle of it. And his initial reaction was pretty much the same as mine. I've had it with this guy. He should be impeached. He should be removed. How do we know that? Well, because now there are tapes.
1: Is it, are these like the Nixon, Nixonian tapes? They are very Nixonian, if you
2: ask me. Okay. Except for he's actually saying the right thing on the tapes. And then he says the wrong thing and the, when he's
1: asked about it. This is what he's saying on January 6th itself or a day shortly or two. Day, or, okay. Shortly
2: thereafter, between January 6th and January 10th. Uh, you know, while he was talking with his leadership team.
1: Well, pick it up, because I remember early in the week he was saying lies, yeah. fake news. There's a book
2: that, that's coming out, and there were some experts excerpts released. And he said, that's a lie, fake news. And then we get these tapes. Uh,
1: I've, I've had it with this guy. Uh, what he did is unacceptable. Um, nobody can defend that, and nobody should defend
2: it. But let me be very clear to all of you, and I've been very clear to the president. He bears responsibilities for his words and actions, no ifs, ands, or buts. I asked him personally today, does he hold responsibility for what happened? Does he feel bad about what happened? He told me he does have some responsibility for what happened, um, and he need to acknowledge that.
1: What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna call him. My, this, this is what I think. Um, no one will pass the house. I think there's a chance he'll pass the Senate even when he's gone. Um, and. I think there's a lot of different ramifications for that. Now, I haven't had a discussion with the Dems that if we did design, would it not happen? Now, this is one personal fear I have. Um, I do not want to get into any conversation about Pence partying. Like I mean, the only discussion I would have with him is that I think this will pass, and it would be my recommendation you should resign. Now, I, I could have swore I heard... Yeah. The big guy in that was that, oh no no, that's, no that was that's him no no that was that was oh, Kevin okay.
2: McCarthy okay, right. I, I think I pulled the wrong clip here okay, right. but the, he gave a news conference where he denied ever saying the things that were on the tape and then yes. the tapes came out like forty five minutes right, well, after the, the it. tapes
1: uh, were as crystal clear as the tapes of John Gotti senior ordering the execution yeah. of it's some like, mob members uh,
2: yeah we're gonna ask him to resign I've had it with this guy blah 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 and then nope 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 we love Trump he's my guy. Picture him with a big thumbs up at Mar-a-Lago. But
1: now, it's the New York Times that is releasing these tapes. It's actually
2: a, an author. I don't think he works for the New York Times, but the New York Times got excerpts right. of the book.
1: I have to assume this is just the tip of the iceberg, that yes. where there is one tape, two tapes, there, there are, are many tapes. There are
2: more to come from what I'm telling I think one came out today, which I have not yet examined. So this is—wait <laughs> so. a
1: second. This is what Hillary had to go through yeah. in the run-up to her election— uh, uh, versus Donald Trump. He, he's done.
2: Kevin McCarthy will never be Speaker on, of the sir. House.
1: Tell me that Julian Assange and uh, WikiLeaks is not involved with I don't this. think he is. No, this is actually probably somebody on his team. Oh, that's right. We're bringing him back here. They're going to prosecute him. Somebody
2: on his team is actually doing this right now. And, and frankly, deservingly so. I, and, and remember, he wants to be Speaker of the House in the worst way. And he would have been Speaker of the House Eight years ago, but for the fact that he told the truth on national television about why he passed certain laws and while he was doing why he was doing the Benghazi hearing. And back then, Republicans actually had to live by the regular rules of politics where you admit to the wrong intention for doing something. You, you can't be leader. So he was passed over for speaker in, in, in uh, and Paul Ryan became speaker of the House. He will not be speaker of the House because Donald Trump will not let him be speaker of the House. I don't care what Donald Trump is saying today. You wait. When and if the Republicans take control of the House this year, later this year, in the election, Donald Trump will turn on him, and he will support somebody like Jim Jordan Uh, or something like
1: that. Let me give you uh, the variables. Or maybe himself. The variables. It could be a complete tsunami of red, or it could be like maybe 10, 12 seats that change, and the Republicans are in charge, but just barely. Uh, The same thing happens. uh, No. Donald Trump seeks.
2: Uh, Kevin McCarthy, I think, is dead either way. Hmm. Um, Donald Trump has more power in a bigger majority. And I think most people are getting this wrong. They're saying, no, he'll have a lot of power in a smaller majority. No, in a bigger, uh, majority, he has a lot of power to get rid of Kevin McCarthy. He might not be able to, to, to leave with his own person, you know, figure out who's going to, who's going to be the speaker, whoever he wants, but in a, in a tight, uh, majority, the Republicans are gonna to have to coalesce around somebody, or a coalition can break off and keep Nancy Pelosi a
1: speaker. You don't have to be uh Oh, that's a fate worse than death. Anybody in America. So wait a second, warming up the in House. the bullpen, coming out of Ohio without his jacket on, flexing Jim Jordan. Ignoring people being molested by other coaches in his
2: organization, yes, Jim Jordan flexing. He is the choice of the Trumpers. I think so. I think so.
1: Now, what about this hypothetical? Anybody could be the speaker. You don't have to be a member of the House to be the speaker, right? What about if the Republicans, if it is a tsunami, decide we're picking Donald Trump it to would, be the Speaker of the yeah, House? I it, I wouldn't put it past him. I would not put
2: it past him. I think it's more likely that he becomes the Speaker of the House than President again.
0: Hmm.
1: Can you imagine Donald Trump as Speaker? Could of the you House?
2: imagine him sitting behind Joe Biden when he gives the State of the Union, get making faces <laughs> and you know? Well
1: at least we won't see the, the drama of Nancy Pelosi ripping papers up behind oh, then-president oh, oh, Donald be, Trump. There, he'll
2: be ripping it up during the speech. Are you <laughs> kidding me? You don't think there'll be drama? He'll be ripping it up. He'll probably have a bucket of KFC chicken with him on the podium. It, it will be a sight to see. It'll be must-see TV. Now, That's when we good.
1: come back, we have to do the other yes. about face well, We have week. to
2: end the segment, remember. We are sponsored for this. Oh, well, excuse me. We have me. to. We have See, oh, I was so quick. to want to do a now. pirouette. So wait a minute. So we're saying that my About Face of the Week is the About Face of the Week, and we'll talk about yours, too.
1: We'll so say it's the main card. and Yours is the undercard. Yes.
3: Yeah.
2: Or the after party, because we should have done yours first if it was the undercard. <laughs> we're screwing this whole thing up. What's going on? Anyway, that is the About Face of the Week.
0: Sponsored by the KG Law team. Visit KGLaw.com.
2: So...
1: We have a few more minutes in this segment,
2: and I think there's something you want to talk about.
0: Oh, well, for
1: instance, uh, it has become the will of Trump in the Republican Party, except he was at another major rally in Ohio, outdoor rally, packed, packed, people coming from everywhere. Uh, And he's supporting for the U.S. Senate a guy who is not supported even by Trumpers. Right, right. This I don't understand. I understand the Oz thing. He supported Dr. Oz in the Pennsylvania race against the husband of— One of his aides. Right, key aide. Yeah. And they both lobbied him heavily.
2: A lot of Trump uh, former staff is supporting the other guy. Right. I can't even think of the guy's name, but we know Dr. Oz because he's on TV, which is why Trump supports him.
1: All right, so (laughs) So, explain this one, because what I've seen so far in Ohio is Republicans who've been very loyal to Donald Trump— are not supporting this guy running for the Senate. It seems that Donald Trump and Donald Trump alone are supporting him. It he- is
2: interesting because J.D. Vance was a very much an anti-Trumper early mm-hmm. in the Trump years. The guy he's running against is a little bit weird, right? Very, very far to the right. Said some crazy things on the campaign trail. I think one of the guys on the campaign trail got into a fist fight with somebody at a debate. Uh, J.D. Vance, he wrote that book "Hillbilly Elegy," which was kind of like an anti-Trump tome about why these people are supporting him. These religious right people, particularly, I you know I don't understand why he's supporting him either, other than the fact he knows his name because J.D. Vance has been on TV a lot. Ah.
1: now has J.D. J. Vance uh, asked for absolution for the yes, sin? Of- he
2: has. He has asked for absolution.
1: What is interesting is when we compare my race for mayor. Getting through the Republican primary, I was labeled the rhino and never Trump. Right, right. There's no doubt about it. I mean, they even had me on PBS saying I hate Donald right, Trump. Right, right, right. I had a love-hate relationship with Trump over 30 years. They had me
2: dead to rights. I actually think that it's a cautionary tale. I think this is, you know, people around the country should be looking at your race, particularly your primary. Mm. Uh, you ran against a guy who was
1: a solid Trump supporter. Oh, he had uh, Lieutenant General Flynn by his right. side. He had the the treasonous
2: General Flynn uh, campaigning with him. You were a never Trumper. Uh, conservatives in New York are as conservative as they are anywhere else in the country. Yes. In fact, I think they're more conservative because you really got to be dedicated to be a conservative in New York, to be. <laughs> right? I mean, it's like you're you're in New York City. You're going to show the Alamo, right?
1: Every neighborhood it's the Alamo. It's
2: like you're surrounded by Democrats and liberals <laughs> everywhere you go. So uh but you won that primary and you didn't just win it, you crushed him in the primary. Mm. I remember looking on election night and seeing those numbers and thinking, wow, Curtis really did well. Mm. I sent you a text message which you didn't respond to. I'm a Luddite. Yeah, you're crazy. <laughs> uh and 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 uh and we move on from it. I actually think that the Trump brand being transferred to somebody else doesn't work as well as Trump himself for himself uh-huh. as it does for himself. Interesting. So I think even though JD Vance I don't know, J.D. I, I don't know that I want that endorsement. I don't know that that's going to help you. In fact, you're looking at the, the, you know, the man on the street, the diner interviews that the, uh, the press is doing with people going to these rallies. They're not supporting J.D. Vance or Dr. Oz, who have just been supported very publicly by Trump. And then you got Herschel Walker down in at Georgia, who seems to be a train wreck.
1: Yeah, but he has the Trump seal of approval, and he had that when he played for the old USFL Generals,
2: (laughs) the New Jersey Generals. Right? Remember, he was number one draft pick. By the way, they're back.
1: Yeah, but it's not like when (laughs) Trump was riding high. I mean, remember he had three of the first draft picks in a row: Jim Kelly, Flutie. Remember Flutie well, Blake? Flutie was not Jim Kelly. No. But he was a great right. quarterback. He had Herschel Walker. Jim
2: Kelly was going to be the number one draft pick in the NFL, and he decided to go to the USFL, and then
1: they folded and he went to Buffalo. Stick
0: around! Oh,
1: we got the second about facing the we week. We do. We'll I'm not back. gonna let you get off of this one.
0: It's the left versus the right. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. Christopher Hahn.
1: Now, what you hear is not a test. I'm wrapping the beat.
2: And Sugar Hill the Gang. Groove,
1: my right? See, I am one of my don't don't I like interfere with this, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> right I met the these white, guys. The red and the hey. White boy, please <laughs> don't mess with the Curtis Lee flow. The boogie down Bronx, right? This is where rap was created. It was happy rap. It was party rap. It was great. You didn't see big booties.
3: You didn't see mad cash. With big booties. You didn't see guns in the air. What do like you have? Just
1: don't care. Why
2: do you have a problem with big booties? Please, I don't need. We've all seen your Instagram feed. We know
1: you like a big. Booty. We don't need ten thousand booties in your face. Why not? Don't tell me you're into that. Man.
2: I like big butts, and I cannot lie. All you other brothers can't deny. When a girl looks by with an anybody bitty waist and a round thing in your oh face, I get God. sprung. <laughs> God.
1: You try too hard. I tried, man. Well, hard. that's
2: the whole point of being on the radio. You're going to be bigger than life.
1: But naturally, you're doing anything to prevent me I'm trying to avoid doing this topic. the yes. second um,
0: about face of the week.
2: Should we give the sponsor another plug? Uh, yes. Let's I think do we it. Should. We should.
0: Hit yeah. it the left versus the right. Right, left, right, left, right, left, about face. Sponsored by the KG Law Team. Visit KGLaw.com. Now, this
1: happened because of the Democratic primary, the gubernatorial race, in which uh, the governor, Kathy Hochul, who took over for Andrew Cuomo, is favored. Yeah, Uh, But there are two candidates who have qualified to run against her. On the far, far, far left Democratic Socialists of America, friend of AOC, is Jumani Williams. But going to the right, moving to the right. To the center, I would say. Center, yeah. but really more right. To the right of Hochul. Is Tom swaz Yeah. More law and order. More like, hey, you got to do away with this uh, no bail situation. And then he appeared with the number two rated morning show in New York City. Bernard it's number McGirt. two.
2: It's not number one. Number two. Who's number one? Don't worry about it. Okay.
1: They're going to be number one soon. All right. They better pick it up. Uh, Our good friends, Bernard McGurk and Sid Rosenberg. Yes. Love those guys. And so they asked him the question, the flavor of that week, which was uh, uh, DeSantis has signed a bill into law. Having to do what's taught part of the curriculum to those who are in second grade and less, third grade and less. Kindergarten, yeah. Right. It's been called by others uh, the no gay bill. The
2: don't say gay bill, which is great. I love it. I love
1: that they call it that. And most Democrats have said, uh, yeah, 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 bad. DeSantis bad. It is bad. Well, this is what um, Congressman. Swazi had to say about that with Bernard McGurk and Sid Rosenberg.
3: Tom, listen to this. So the, the, there's a coming red wave. You might have been swept up in that red wave in Congress, just to be frank. But I want to ask you about this uh, Florida law, the Parental Rights Act, which prohibits uh, teachers from talking sex, genital stuff like that with kids, kindergarten to th- uh, third grade. Uh, are you uh, – do you support that Parental Rights Act, or are you uh, of the Democrat I persuasion?
0: I think it's a very reasonable law not to try and get kids in kindergarten to be talking about sex. I mean, that's very reasonable. And so I totally understand that. I wish it wasn't become such a
1: hot-button issue where people are just attacking each other. It's just common sense. I don't want some teacher talking to my kid at, at you know, kindergarten or first grade about their, their sex parts. I mean, this just doesn't make sense.
3: No, I like that. So, I like that yeah, Me too. I like what oh, I hear. Absolutely. I like what I hear.
1: That was great. That was great. Yeah, but he he missed
2: the point of the whole law.
1: Yeah, but the point being is he folded like a cheap camera because one of his former staff members who identified himself as gay wrote an opera piece. Matt Albert. I know, Matt. I am ashamed of you. You are all I don't think he said he was
2: ashamed of him. He he, said he was disappointed. uh, Disappointed. Hurry up. We got a break.
1: We're almost out of this. The point is- I don't think I
2: said anything that's going to warrant a phone call. He folded like a
1: cheap camera- He renounced his his own words. It's
2: never too late to do the right thing, and he changed course and understood that you're not allowed to. You know that that law is. Did he apologize
1: to Bernard McGurk and Sid Rosenberg in the morning for saying to them what he really felt, and then amending that to what he felt he had to? say? Neither one
2: of them will be voting in the primary, so no. I'm
0: telling you, stick
1: around.
0: Up next, Johnny Depp. It's the left versus the right. Debate. Heavyweight Slugfest.
2: Yeah, baby, come as you are. This stuff is like, this just sends me into a state of euphoria. It really does. It makes me happy. Does, uh, that, that baseline
3: gets you, me every time. Were you
1: aware that uh, with the defamation trial underway in Fairfax, Virginia, involving Johnny Depp and, uh, what is that, Amber Deadbeat? What, what is her name? I don't know. Amber uh, Heard. Amber Heard. Yeah. Amber Heard. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he, was, he was in a band there. Yeah. Performed all up Sunset Boulevard in I, that. I never heard him. He was, no. no. He was no Jim Morrison no, in the doors. No, no. But, no, no, he, he fancied himself like a lot of Thezmian's I actors do. Yeah. As rockabillies, as, you know, guitarists and members of a rock band. And at that time, when he first broke into the business, away from acting and into playing music, it was all part of that grunge movement. Well, grunge is the
2: best form of music I think ever invented.
1: All right, so speaking of the, I think uh, we can all agree that Johnny Depp has performed in some magnificent He's roles fantastic. over the years.
2: He's fantastic. You what know? are
1: some of your favorite movies? Well,
2: I love them in those Pirate of the Caribbean movies. I have young kids. I had young kids at the time when those movies were coming out, and I was like getting dragged to and I was like, God, this is going to stank. A movie about a Disney ride? And he was fantastic in it. It was a great character that he uh, created. And you liked the,
1: the the eye patch.
2: Yeah, well, he didn't have an eye patch
1: in that movie. He didn't? No. Which one am I thinking of where he had an eye patch? Or somebody uh, had an eye what's patch. What's
2: Eating Gilbert Grape, maybe? I don't, I don't know. He was good in that, too. But anyway, <laughs> in
1: this defamation trial... He's giving all kinds of information because it's like uh, uh, an open deposition of everything you've said previously because he is suing Amber Heard for $50 million because he claims that she had written an op-ed piece in the Washington Post, although never mentioning his name. Claiming he was abusive. All uh, Progresso breadcrumbs led to him. Right. And, and it's he,
2: hurt, it has hurt his career. He hasn't, you know.
1: Well, he went to London. He battled it there. Uh, I think in the old Bailey, you know, with the judges who have the powdered wigs. Yeah, yep. He lost. And he decided, no, I got to find my honor. Forget.
2: It is so hard for a public person to win a defamation suit. I don't understand what he's thinking.
1: Well, I'm going to get into my own one, uh, the battles that I went through. Yeah. But nothing near what Johnny Depp has imposed upon himself. He's the, He's, the He's the one who filed He's keeping this in the news. He's the one who filed it. He wants vindication. He wants her, Amber Heard, to be able to say that op-ed piece that started all of this right. was wrong. It had nothing to do with Johnny Depp. And she refuses to do that. So we see in the court in Fairfax, Virginia, every day. And it's weird because obviously yeah. they had a bad relationship in marriage. He shows I up. I almost feel like they still like each other. Like,
2: that's what's going on here. There's like hate. a little bit of love-hate going okay. on. So Yeah.
1: He shows up because he's giving testimony first. She'll be on the witness stand this week. Right. He wore Gucci one day. I'm next waiting day. for you
2: to get prosecuted out in Queens to have a <laughs> similar kind of... Like, well, I don't think she'll actually be there, but she'll send in some sort of attack dog, and we'll know. We'll know why. Just send, Sorry, DA. Just I, I'm going to be driving through Queens and eating dinner there later tonight. Please don't. <laughs>
1: Please yeah, don't. I'm not permitted. Uh, when I come visit my two sons, the Queens DA, I, give, I tell her in advance. Give you a passport. I'm, I'm picking up my two younger sons. Please do not indict me. Please do not send me uh, to jail, because I will be the only person that you've indicted and put into jail like the rest of the DA. Stop. But anyway, hey, be my nice. rage has consumed me. Let me get back on track. Yes. So Johnny Depp shows up one day, and he's wearing all Gucci. The next day, Amber Heard shows up wearing all Gucci. I wouldn't even notice this. Who's telling you they're wearing Gucci? Oh, the fashionistas. Who? Who? Are Are you living in a cave? Do you not know that other than watching bombs being dropped on Mario (laughs) Polo, that the second biggest story— I got to tell
2: you, I cannot watch the news anymore. It's too freaking depressing. I watch an hour of it. I find out what's going on, and then that's it. I tune out. I'll either watch baseball or
1: hockey or I'll watch—
2: Uh, this know, stuff is now, chopped on you're Food assuming,
1: Network. You're assuming that Johnny Depp, a very accomplished uh, star, movie yeah. star. By the way, other than uh, the Pirates of the Penzance, right? Pirates of the Caribbean. Whatever the hell.
2: Pirates of the Penzance, something else. What other movies did you like him in? Mean? I like What's Eating Gilbert Gabe. I loved 21 Jump Street when that came out. Oh, That's yeah, TV, right, yeah, that was TV. that was TV. fantastic.
1: Uh, Donny Brasco. Yeah. he re- And my favorite, Blow. I'll never forget. I was watching it. He's like this um, this schlubby guy from right. Massachusetts. Right, right. He's dealing nickel and dime bags of marijuana. Then he starts into bales. You know, he could have he been running, rises
2: up the chain.
1: Right, but he could have been the first to get a license store in Massachusetts right. where recreational use of marijuana is legal. And then all of a sudden, he's introduced to the narco-terrorists, and it's all cocaine. It is,
2: by the way, it's going to be great when the next like drug kingpin movie is actually a legitimate guy opening up a chain of marijuana stores, <laughs> kind of like Founder, <laughs> like the McDonald's story. <laughs> I'm right. looking forward to that story. It's like, going to The king of marijuana. It's going to And it's happen. like some schlubby guy who's like an accountant who doesn't even use it. He's like, hey, I got a great investment idea.
1: <laughs> <It's>, and <laughs> has an app. It does I, all of his sales through the I'm eye. right
2: there, man. I gotta, I, I'd gotta. invest in it right now if I could. That's I, good. It's, That's it's good. a good
1: thing. That could save Netflix. It, you know what? If you're out there
2: putting your money into crypto, which is fake, you might want to put it into weed, which is
1: real. Just saying. Oh, okay. All right. Now, speaking of that, Johnny Depp also was in a movie with Christopher Walken, and I was told Curtis... You've got to see this movie. I'm saying Johnny Depp and Christopher Walken was 1995. And I'm going to spare
2: everybody from trying to break into a Christopher Walken impression, which I just don't have.
1: Well, you're, you're like Psycho Boy. Christopher Walken yeah. plays the best Psycho Boy. I he's mean, fantastic. I love him. Uh, when you think of Deer Hunter, I mean, there are a bunch of psychos in Deer Hunter.
2: My favorite Christopher Walken is that walk-on he does in Pulp Fiction when he's talking about The Watch.
1: Oh, he's so he's great. Great, But as a heel, as a crazy guy, no, nothing better. No, he's fantastic. He's had more appearances on Saturday Night Live. Great. He's, fantastic on Saturday Night Live. He's from Astoria, Queens. Yep. What a lot of people don't know because I've followed some of his movies, you know, Total Psycho Boy. And by the way, I do believe that he was responsible for pushing Natalie Wood no, off of that no, uh, stop, young, stop. Off of Catalina You're be Island. you court
2: right next to Johnny I Jeff believe, to I believe, okay. You better be careful to put you in Queens.
1: Uh, and they blame Robert Wagner, who sells, what, insurance on TV now? Yeah, Robert Wagner. Is
2: Robert Wagner The dead? Wasp versus the crazy guy from his <laughs> story. Robert Wagner's dead. Yeah, you don't know Could that Could it be, be that Natalie Wood was just drunk and fell off the boat? I, it
1: doesn't suit my narrative.
2: No, right. So I,
1: I mean, if you had to predict in advance, Christopher Walken, he's always psychotic. Right? I
2: mean, he was very young in his career at that point. By the time. way, what he was great, like
1: probably just happy to be on that boat. What a great dancer! There was an EDM song, two thousand, a song of no consequence, right. really bad. I love EDM. Right. He's dancing through the whole thing. I mean, step aside, Fred Astaire and Gene <laughs> Kelly. This guy is an well, amazing. Well, he was a Broadway actor
2: before he went to Hollywood.
1: Yeah, so he's yeah. he's total psycho boy. So in this movie, Nick of Time, he is the bad character. Johnny right. Depp is the good character. It's got to be a potential Academy Award winning you would movie would right? be
2: a fantastic movie.
1: So I'm getting people say, "You Curtis, you got to see that. Wait till you it. see what's in this movie." So I'm looking at the movie. It was bad from the first scene. So low budget. The whole premise of it. Low budget with those two big stars in it. Is they were trying to do a takeoff of Taxi Driver. Right. You know, with uh, De Niro playing. One of, the, a, one of the all-time great movies. Absolutely. Yeah. Travis Bickle, you Definitely. know, who Love shows it. up at Columbus Circle with the mohawk yep. and, and the army jacket. Yep. and he's you gonna, talking to me? He's gonna you try, talking to me? He's going to try to kill the presidential candidate. Yep. And then the Secret Service chases him and he just runs yeah. into Times Square. Anyway, in this case, Christopher Walken, crazy man, shows up at the train station. Here's Johnny Depp with his daughter says, you don't get her back unless you kill the governor <laughs> of California. Right. I'm like, how bogus is this? It's so bad. <laughs> right off yeah, the yeah. jump sheet. And it just progressively got worse. But the reason that people were telling me to watch Every other scene, the guardian angels are in it. It's like they're walking here. They're, they're protecting the governor. Like I said, we'll get
2: a licensing agreement going. I'm going to take 25 percent. Your ex-wives will take 50 percent, and you'll be stuck with an ex—a cool so 25.
1: Here's the backstory. Johnny Depp, who was the guy, the producer, right. the director, put all this together, realizes in the cutting room, this is a bad film from day one. So you know, turned when they it get into a daily. comedy? <laughs> no. He loved the Guardian Angels yeah. on Sunset Boulevard, Hollywood. This guy was our leader at the time. Jaguar, unfortunately, who was uh, passing to the hereafter. They Sorry, were friends. Sorry, Jaguar. He goes, you know, this is a really bad movie. I'm going to put you guys in every <laughs> conceivable chance. So you have them walking around the governor, outside of Sacramento, the governor's office, every scene. The Guardian, it's the guardian angels, angels on patrol. Let me tell you, I watched it, right? It deserved a Razzie. Maybe one of the worst movies of all time. Did they get the angel jacket right?
2: Everything. Right down to the
1: details. The medallions. On the, he did close-ups. So I call up Jaguar afterwards. I said, man, that was a lousy film. He goes, yeah, Johnny Depp said it was a bad film, but I'm going to get you guys in here every conceivable way that I can. And he Brian. did.
2: Wow. Guys have been in the movies a lot. Blowing and you've up. got nothing to show for it. Wait a second. There's And the no most money. recent
1: one, and it may be the reason that Netflix is uh, maybe yeah, in yeah, peril. Yeah. This Russian doll. Yeah, yeah. That you alerted me to. I, I saw it and I texted you immediately. And now all the other hipsters and millennials who in Coney Island today, while parking their bicycles and being charged $15. $15. Unbelievable. You want to do away with cars? Well, you're going to have to keep and subsidize the parking lots by paying $15 to keep your bicycle in the parking lot. They're all coming up to me and they say, oh, my God. Are you the guy in Netflix? I said, what do you mean? And they said exactly what you texted me. Well,
2: the guy in Netflix was like in his 20s, and he's an African-American man, uh, much better looking than you. And I
1: know, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's like a tsunami. I think it's because people get into retrospectives. They're yeah, like yeah. period pieces. Yeah. And again, for the non cognoscente out there, this is a period piece about when, Russian Doll. 1982. 1982. Yeah. Slowly, I turned step by remember step. Remember
2: those days, Curtis, two back years in 1982? before the
1: subway gunman Bernard Getz. Right.
3: Yeah. So
2: yeah. Oh, you yeah. were back on Channel Seven with Ernie Anastos every. I, I, Ernie. I, 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 I remember watching the Muppet Show back in 1982, yes. and I'd watched the Muppet Show, and then right after the Muppet Show was the news. And you would be on the news every night. <laughs> oh,
1: I got I to watch this. Yeah, I got to binge yeah. watch That's it. why
2: I'm not so sure you're 68, because I, I, you know, 1982. No, I'm 68.
1: All right, okay. I, I started the Guardian Angels when I was 25. We're in 13 countries, 130 cities now. But this is like we're on a roll. But speaking of Johnny Depp, so he's up there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm watching because I'm glued to this. Really, it's good because it's so bad. Right. Johnny Depp is slowly giving answers to questions as if he had just graduated boarding school in England. Yeah. I said, this guy's from Kentucky.
2: It is the affect of the actor, right?
1: He has definitely been affected by his stature. Oh, there's no doubt. Right? And then he talks about this. This is the weirdest part of the testimony. You know, he's being cross-examined, and the um, the female attorney representing Amber Heard says... What was the most egregious situation that you had with your wife at that time, Amber Heard? So he says, I was on the set. I had a long day. I come home, and I take my boots off, Mm. and I put them to the side. And she's on the phone, and she hangs up the phone, and she goes, that's my job. Why are you taking my job away? And he goes, I was befuddled. What do you mean it's your job? It's my job to take your boots off. And to give you a glass of wine. And then she just like incinerated him for hours and hours. And ultimately from that, threw the champagne bottle at him, severing his finger. So what do you think?
2: At the end of all this, they're going to get back together? Yes. Right? They clearly you know what this still is? like each
1: other. <laughs> this is like that movie, remember Michael Douglas, wore the Roses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, I mean, that's why it's it's so. Well, they're bad. all dead at the end of War of the Roses. Right? Well, I have a feeling this is what's going to happen. They're going to get back together and kill each other. Yes, this, I mean, you know, when something is so bad but yeah. it's so good, you yeah, can't yeah, stop yeah, watching yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's like the only reason that anybody would watch CNN—they have wall-to-wall coverage. Of the trial.
2: Do we think that they are going to wind up making out in the courtroom before this is over? Yes. I believe they will.
1: I think they're going to be swapping spit, lip-locking, and then all of a sudden strangling will one CNN another. CNN
2: have to cut away because it gets too graphic?
1: I'm telling you this. If all of a sudden the Russians declare victory at Mariupol <laughs> and they've taken over that steel mill... They will not cut away from the testimony of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I I haven't seen a
2: lot of it. You, they've been covering it live,
1: live every day. Yeah, I don't Where watch have TV
2: you during. Been I don't in watch TV. Cave. I don't watch TV during the day. All right. Well, let me flip the script. Especially on. it's been nice this week.
1: We uh, started by talking about the demise of somebody we love, Bill yeah. Murray. Bill Murray, my man. Classic. Yeah. Well, and by the way, Aziz
2: Ansari can't get a break now. His ex- movie. Explain. Aziz Ansari is a comedian who at the beginning of this, you know, situation where people were getting canceled, somebody tried to cancel him because they had a bad date with him. And people kind of came to his rescue and said, "He, he, he had a bad date. He didn't do anything. He asked you. For permission to do everything, he did and he to was you.
1: such a lovable character on Parks Department, yeah, right? Parks and Recreation, and he's a fantastic stand-up. You should watch his All stuff. Right. So he gets put on the shelf because of the Me Too movement. That he got, he got off the shelf pretty quick. I know, but yeah. still, it looked bad, very so bad. So now for he's a being given another opportunity, full movie, full funding, yeah, uh, major co-stars, Bill Murray, and Bill Murray gets accused of doing what he has done over the years. Although now it's not permissible, right? Uh, he had attacked Richard Dreyfus on the set. We have asked Bill Murray to call in today. He has not. <laughs> I'm a
2: little upset.
1: by I think that. he's in a straitjacket. We had no idea that he was headbutting and biting his co-stars. Richard Dreyfus. Yeah. Disney stopped production years ago. They had to bring in armed guards for them to finish the movie. What do you think
2: is wrong with him? Is there like some problem? Is there a mental problem with Bill Murray?
1: It's called alcohol. Yeah, I think it's called that. Maybe and he should
2: smoke weed. Mr. Maybe he should move to New Jersey and smoke weed. It'll calm him down a little bit.
1: Could. I mean, I don't think he'll be violent. Let's face it. He's got nothing to lose he and everything should, to gain.
2: He, I mean, most improv comics, and he comes out of Second City, and there are improv comics. Most improv comics smoke weed. They don't drink.
1: Well, anyway, Mr. TMZ, you're wrong on this, as you've been wrong on so many others.
3: How am I wrong on this? What we happened?
1: now see that there is a second allegation that has emerged. That, in fact, yes, he has perved some of his co-starlets. Tell me. Say it ain't
3: so. What? This is news to me. Where have you heard this?
1: Uh, the fact that I have to tell our guy TMZ means you're a dollar short and a day late. I can't I'm believe
3: this. I, this could be non factual. i do well, not tell you what. Rich has got to check with his would sources. You check with
1: your sources. <laughs> yeah, because we need Bill Murray to come out during the seventh inning stretch at Wrigley Field singing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" because uh, Harry Carey, who it's was gone. always half in the bag, not around. Gone. Gone, 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 Please. gone, gone. Please, can you check on that?
3: I will put my sources to task, and we'll make sure we uh, check this thoroughly.
1: Please. As you will see, Curtis Lee has straightened this uh, dilemma all out, He's gossip all out, with uh, Chris Hahn, who is stunned, who actually looks I, I, I am
2: stunned. Like Wilbur. You know that I'm a Saturday Night Live fan. I'm actually staring at a Saturday Night Live legend right now. We'll just walk past the studio. But it is. I am a huge <laughs> Saturday Night Live fan. And to see that Bill Murray, one of my favorites, oh, me, is getting taken let down. Let me direct
1: all of you. Go to the classic. This is when he first broke in at Saturday Night Live from Freeport, Roosevelt, Long Island. Eddie Murphy doing stand-up, opening act, Saturday Night Live as the Guardian Angel <laughs> in full regalia. Gonna, Red beret and I'm Guardian gonna, Angel I'm gonna shirt. I'm going to check
2: that out, but i got to download all the Bill Murray stuff first before he's taken offline forever. Mr. TMZ, I'm ashamed of Stick you. around. More to come. Yes, I-
0: It's the left versus the right. It's the left versus the right. In the right corner, it's heavyweight king, Curtis Lewa. In the left corner, Christopher Hahn.
2: All right, Chris Hahn, Curtis Lewa. If you missed a second of this show, you can download the podcast on left. Versus right show.com. That's left vs right show.com.
1: Now, now I'm simmering mad because yeah. my youngest son, Hunter, age 11, was quite the baseball player mm. uh, early in his uh, athletic career, has given up baseball to play kickball, kickball, football spelled with soccer. a U, soccer. He's, playing soccer. He's at City Field today, yeah. viewing one of the professional soccer games instead of viewing. Even the team that I despise, the Mets, I would right, much right. rather him viewing that. So I need a little take-me-out-to-the-ball game, the classic rendition of Bill Murray. <laughs> we heard it earlier. I need it you again. You want to hear it again? I need it again from Wrigley It might Field. be the
2: last time we're allowed to play it. I believe he's being canceled well, look, as we it's speak. It's the only time to come for the World Series, right? I mean, I mean I'm, waiting to... I'm waiting to find out if our crack research team
1: here has info. <laughs> On Bill. Look at these. These hipsters, these millennials, you know, they can't wait to check their TMZ uh, thread.
3: Yeah. There is absolutely nothing on what you I, just said. I have not <laughs> heard it being a sexual thing. Yeah, I heard it just being a bad, you know, like just mean. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's nothing on it being any sort of sexual nothing. It's just him just being kind of a jerk. You no, guys, I don't think you get canceled for being a jerk. You guys
1: yeah. couldn't be more hopelessly wrong. They said that about Dustin Hoffman, right? You haven't seen Tootsie in a while, have you? Uh, that's my favorite movie. I
2: love Tootsie. Wasn't it a Broadway show like two years ago? It closed during the, the pandemic? No, they something? got
1: they got Dustin Hoffman, too. They, they've they got a lot, Dustin Hoffman? A lot of He's the, gone? He, well, he lives in Manhattan, but he... When is the maybe, last is time it, you saw well, Dustin Hoffman? Well, is he Huffman? like 90
2: years old now? Maybe he just doesn't want to work. Maybe he doesn't want to be like Al Pacino showing up at the freaking Oscars looking all hunched when, over.
1: When does an actor not get parts? Actresses, yes. There's an aging process, and then they don't make the cut. But maybe he just is
2: done. Like, can't people retire nope. and just enjoy their lives? Nope. Bill Murray is going to
1: be on the shelf. Uh, Dustin Hoffman <laughs> is on the shelf. When you have been targeted by the Me Too movement, whether rightfully right, or right. wrongfully or maybe. I don't think
2: he's getting Me too I think they're just saying he's a jerk. Yeah,
3: it's not this isn't anything Me this Too not related He's Me Too he's not me being shelved. Something. They're just they just pause You know the movie. You know the revenue somebody. Eventually. I think this yeah. is
2: more of a Will Smith kind of blowback than anything else. Will Smith, the physical violence. Oh, oh, okay. Maybe that's what's going on here. Very good.
1: I want to ask
2: our crack team to know the answers <laughs> next Sunday.
1: Save Bill Murray. I
2: have a feeling it's a Will Smith kind of He smacked somebody in the face, and we've got a SBM. Know. Save
1: yeah. Bill Murray.
2: I don't think he's been naughty with a woman. But I don't anyway, think that's
1: anyway I, man. I have said something that I want to take back. Yes, please. That I would want my youngest son Hunter to actually go I, I, to City Field, and, and, and
2: I see Joe Piscovo on the other side of the glass right there. I really like. He's like you know, we got a Saturday Night Live alum standing right
3: here.
1: It. I he's, he's saying, "Leave him alone. alone. Leave him please. alone." All <laughs> right, I will. I will give him a pass. If he's 90, I'm on my way. But uh, I want to play for you something that may actually turn me into a Met fan yes. after the disgraceful. Uh, Performance of the Yankee fans yesterday against right. Cleveland.
3: The Guardians, 10 runs in the first three innings in Kansas City. Ooh, looking for their first win as Guardians. So my question is, when the Guardians play the Angels, does Curtis Slaywood throw out the first <laughs> <pit>? <laughs> Hey. Very good.
2: Hey, I think you should. I think when the Guardians play the Angels, you should fly to yeah. Cleveland. Yeah, Progressive well, Field. Well, actually, I would rather. Wouldn't you rather go to California
1: than Cleveland? But it's Progressive Field. You'll have to come with oh, me. I'll You're come. the we'll Progressive. Move. I'll catch. And I have Guardian <laughs> Angels in Cleveland. This will be great. Let's go, baby. in. Yeah. We'll be back next week, America.